1: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to Caravan Garbage, where we are making our way through the Indiana Jones movies, aren't we, Mason?
1: Making our way through the Indiana Jones movies. Something, something, going C- downtown. Cut, cutting a bridge. <laughs> He's got a hat. You're absolutely right. He does
2: have a hat. Yeah, that's true. And you know what I like about this movie? What's that? Because it's a prequel, mm. some people might not know that, but it is true. He's just a grub.
1: I love this grub,
2: (laughs) no lessons have been learned, Indiana Jones. Oh, I
1: see what you're saying. He's a maniac. You can regress the character. (laughs) I see what you're saying. Hey, let's do a little exercise, James. Pretend you are... Leaving a like on this video? Yes. Well, we shouldn't pretend. We should should do that for real. Once you've done that, uh, pretend you're a Paramount studio executive in the 80s, and I'm Steven Spielberg, and I'm pitching you Temple of Doom. Okay, Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so everybody loved the first adventure of Indiana Jones. It had everything that people wanted. It had action. Mm -hmm. It had romance. It had comedy. But you know what people would love for the sequel? Near constant screaming, <laughs> just relentless, just like an animal is being slaughtered in another room and you can't close the door. Now, are
2: these screams going to be coming from like a singular person or are we are going to spread them out a bit?
1: Mostly one woman. <laughs> Did I mention I'm getting divorced? I don't think it's related though. I mean, we'll share some of them around. It's but- a
2: bit related. We'll talk about... Why specifically this has a darker tone? But
1: goddamn, there's so much screaming. There
2: is so much screaming in this, yeah. But it's not just Kate Capshaw. I feel yeah. like there's enough to go around there's for everybody. En- there's so <laughs> many screams.
1: There's <laughs> enough screams for every man, woman, and child in this movie. Yeah. But you're right. You're, uh, to go back to your original point, yes, there's there's uh, there's there's so much mayhem in this movie. Yeah. And he's, he's yet to learn any lessons, and I think that's great. You know what? I went into this. Because obviously, and we'll probably talk about it. There's some stuff that pr- has perhaps not held up sure. so well in the this bit moment. where they're
2: like, "I can't believe India tried to revolt against the British in 1857 <laughs> or whatever." it was. I simply
1: don't think that's proper. <laughs> but uh, what I went into this going... and the blackface, oh you all said and that. the depictions of culture, etc. Oh, all those things. <laughs> but what I I went into this going, okay, there's all that stuff. But there's also – it's just what I loved – I remember loving about it is it's just nonstop action. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. And I think it is – Literally at one point. Yeah, I think it is for like an hour and a bit. Like the last – the, the back the, end no the the front end and by that point i'm just i'm just numb to the roller coaster i oh, think really? it'd be like if you're on a roller coaster for 2 hours by the last 30 minutes you'd be like all right okay see i think this one has some of the best
2: indiana jones moments i would argue yes. that the cutting of the bridge mm. is probably the best thing in all of these movies
1: disagree but what i would i what i do but like the tension and okay yeah like bridge. the bridge in a, in a cable, sure, absolutely right. Oh, look, I think it starts really strong.
2: I love the James Bond. Oh callback, my god, yeah. he's,
1: he's got the he's got the white tuxedo jacket. God, and, he looks good. And, and we're in we're in Shanghai, and it's where we're singing "Anything Goes" yeah. in Chinese. And oh my god, and that just the just the, the the this 1930s formal atmosphere, and then mm-hmm. it descends into chaos, and everything's exploding, yeah. and everyone's just- being shot with. Fire arrows and stuff and bullets are flying and I incredible. Love it,
2: I love it where like a switch just goes off in him and he's just like, "Well, I'm going to kill everybody in this room." That's
1: right. It says I'm allowed to on my archaeologist license. <laughs> Why not give that a whirl? And and then it, and it's just just and that's that is undeniably good. I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But I think this one really indicates to me, and we'll talk about this more next week. That he wasn't raised right.
1: He's a fucking
2: animal, this guy. Uh-huh. Like I know he dresses well some of the time, uh-huh. but also a lot of this movie, he's just got like his like shirt undone and askew. <laughs> wow, and he's just like insulting oh everybody. God. He punches a woman in the face. I know he was poisoned. I know he didn't mean it, <laughs> right? But he could have exercised some caution. Mm. Is all I'm saying.
1: They check the they check the the beaker later on and go, "This is just grape juice." <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just wanted to punch some people, honestly.
2: But I love how it does open with that. Like, it's very James Bond. You know, you're, you're at the table, you're across from a villain, you're having this, like, mental showdown. But he doesn't, like, solve it rationally. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. Again, he just explodes. Yeah.
1: Who here can I take hostage? Let's see. <laughs> Who can I hold a knife to the neck to?
2: <laughs> but I think this one, though, it does give him an arc. hmm
1: that's true. Not like
2: the first one where he got an arc. Mm. I mean, a character arc, right? Uh-huh. Because by the end, he's like, I guess I won't steal from this starving village. Mm. Like, he makes that decision. I think that's important. It puts him on the right path. That's true. Like eventually. Mm. Yeah. After all the murders. Yes. <laughs> he does. Okay, so they also introduce another woman, which is, you know, becomes a trope of this series. Another woman that hates him, mm. which I appreciate. Look, I know Kate Capshaw gets grief for being annoying. Mm. But I like that she's the opposite of Uh Marion, who was very capable and a hard drinker and, you know, like rough around the edges. Mm. It's almost like, and stop me if you've heard this before... The MASH effect. Oh, now, what the go. MASH effect is, Mason?
1: Uh, He's reading from <laughs> notes. He planned this.
2: So, in the TV series MASH, mm-hmm. which which ran for 11 seasons, there was also a movie which came before that, but that, it's mostly recast except for Radar. When they swapped out somebody, they brought in the opposite of that character. Go on. So... Colonel Blake, for example. Are you going to
1: do the exact same examples as last time? Just listen. Mm
2: -hmm. Colonel Henry Blake, Mm -hmm. he was swapped out for Sherman T. Potter. I'll be honest,
1: I don't know. Completely opposite. I don't know if he's just doing the same ones again. I can't remember.
2: Trapper John McIntyre, (laughs) womaniser, swapped out for BJ Honeycutt, more of a ladies' man. Mm. Frank Burns, incompetent bumbling surgeon, swapped out for David Ogden Steers, Mm. more competent surgeon. I think that's what's going on here. And even though Kate Capshaw has said since then, I wasn't much more than a dumb screaming blonde. I think it's kind of selling what she's doing short. Yeah, because I agree. this is how it's written. Yeah. And it's
1: executed perfectly Very well. She she came in and she did exactly what was needed on the day. Yeah. To blow my eardrums out <laughs> for 2 hours. What about this though? Go on. Short round is, is incredible. Absolutely agreed. Love that. From the little bricks on his shoes so he can drive the car. <laughs> yep. To everything he says and does I like mm-hmm.
2: And I never picked up on this before Even though it's really obvious That he's one of the few people That Indiana Jones genuinely likes Right So There's a moment Early on When they're on the airplane together And he lets him like Fall asleep on him
1: mm. and when they're in the village Indiana mm. Jones Imagine a woman falling asleep <laughs> On Indiana Jones He'd be like Get off it Get out of here <laughs> Yeah He'd have the whip going <laughs> Where's my threatening
2: <laughs> fork got to find it there's a moment in the village where Short Round is wearing his hat. Indiana Jones doesn't let his son wear his hat, which is right. Mm-hmm. I just that's want incredible. to point that out. That's a correct. Uh-huh. That's correct. Mm. But Short Round feels like the son that he, he should have had. Sure. Uh-huh. And does in a way. He's sort of his son, I guess. Mm-hmm. Apparently, though, the way it worked. So Kei Hui Kwan, he actually went in with his brother. Just to encourage him, and was sitting there like before the audition, and was like, "Do this, do this, do oh this." Oh my god, he
1: stole the role from yeah. his brother. And they
2: saw him and went, "You should go for this." And he beat out like six thousand
1: other kids. That's the Mel Gibson story from Mad Max. Is it? Yes, I think so. Didn't maybe maybe it's not a brother thing, but didn't Mad Max? come in to be an extra or something. Oh, right. And he took the role of Max from another guy, I and that guy swore that. revenge. I think all these guys should swear revenge. They should team <laughs> up and swear revenge. I think they should start. They should go to k and beat him up in, a, in an alley or something.
2: Well, he's a stunt coordinator. I don't yeah. know if they could. He's just like a little action pocket rocket. One of my favourite shots in this movie mm-hmm. is where it's in the same frame, and you see Indiana Jones just beating the absolute piss out of that enormous dude. And you see Short Round just doing the same thing to a child.
1: Yes, that's right, yes. That's often how they do it in the movie. You know, oftentimes you'll have the male hero, you know, beating up an, a big guy and then they'll, they'll, there's, a you know, a female additional mm. hero and they're like, better have a better do them having a girl fight or, yeah. you know what I mean? But he's so why just, not a child fight? But he's
2: <laughs> just like, he's really looks like he's hitting him. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Uh. So people might not know this, which I find infinitely fascinating, Mason. Mm. But most of the stunt work in this, unlike a lot of the other ones, was not Harrison Ford because he suffered a herniated disc on the set of this. So he was flown out and production was shot down while he had spinal surgery. So Vic Armstrong, who's his stunt double on these first three, who looks incredibly like him, just does most of the stuff in this. Mm. Any time where you can sort of see his face or not at all, it's yeah. absolutely not Harrison Ford. Interesting, and if you pay okay. attention,
1: you can tell. This is where Harrison learned. <laughs> That's any any, anything you don't want to do? Oh, herniated he disc. Oh, I dropped a door on my foot. Oh, I can't be in a Star Wars. Oh,
2: I don't want to land this plane properly. I'll just crash it. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> the
1: perfect crime. <laughs>
2: yeah. It was apparently in that scene where he gets attacked by the assassin in the bedroom. Like that was the moment where he like threw out his back. I see. Yeah, that's good stuff. I'm just gonna agree. Now this one's quite dark, Mason. As mentioned, PG-13. Does that mean anything to you? Well, it will in a minute. Oh, I mean, I know it. Uh, you've heard of it, I assume.
1: Some supernatural themes. Yeah, probably. That's,
2: that's right. So Spielberg and Lucas, George Lucas, who wrote this one as well, they were aiming for something a little bit darker than the first. Mm, makes sense. But Spielberg thinks that they probably went too far, and the reason is, as mentioned, they were both going through breakups at the time. With each
1: other?
2: <laughs> no, no. Oh. They're a collaborative duo, Mason. Interesting. Okay. And continue to be friends to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, you get like a heart getting pulled out, you get a kid getting whipped, you get other spooky, mean, culturally insensitive stuff. Oh, you sure do. And critics felt like this wasn't a kid's movie, but mm. it wasn't quite an adult's movie. So this paired with the release of Gremlins... It's
1: a kid alt movie. For very kid-alt. good. That's
2: great. I like that. You invented that. So this and Gremlins... the reason that they decided to introduce pg-13 because a lot of people thought at the time the only reason these got the ratings that they did is because it's Spielberg. So people were like, yeah, "He makes nice movies for kids." Oh, interesting. But if anybody else had have released this movie, that's just in absolute insanity.
1: Ah, that ah given yeah. it R. Ah. yeah, uh, uh, at time of uh, writing, uh, the Indiana Jones movies are about to be moved to Disney Plus. If people want to watch them, they're going to be available there for free. Mm. And oftentimes, when uh, um, an older movie gets moved to a streaming service, they'll put a like a little. Uh, they'll put a little. Um, title card at the yeah. front that says, you know, this movie was made in a certain time and, you know, certain cultural things have changed and blah, 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 but we're going to present it to you in, uh, in, you know, as it was... In four by three. That's right, as, as it was originally intended. But I think they should do, you know, sometimes when you're on a plane, they'll do a weirdly edited version yeah. of a movie or, like, maybe for TV, they'll do an odd edit. I think they should run a sensitivity edit over this movie where they cut out all the questionable stuff but they leave all the reaction shots in. <laughs> like the, So the guy be like, and for dessert... A big bowl of strawberry ice cream, and Willie's like, uh, uh, no, uh." I would love that. I would love that also. The main course, just regular food. What? What are these people like? Uh, Just eggs. Can't come at eggs. (laughs) You know, a lot of
2: times when they make changes to movies like decades after, mm. I disagree, yeah, but uh, that, that that should be
1: done. Mm. And I, Boy, I remember as a kid watching the bit where they cut open the snake <laughs> and it's filled with more snakes. Yeah. Boy, very unpleasant. Very unpleasant. Viscerally unpleasant. That yeah, absolutely. Bit. You know what's not unpleasant, though? It's that? The situation with his glasses. Oh yeah, you, you mentioned this last week. So, so we're trying to determine, yeah. uh, for people who didn't watch the last video, whether he needs them for any specific purpose mm-hmm. or they are in fact fashion specs. Yes. And, and what 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 evidence have you unearthed this time around?
2: Well, the only evidence in this movie is that he wears them at dinner. Okay, so and are
1: dinner glasses.
2: Well, I and the theory was that he they're wa-
1: after dinner glasses.
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> And the theory is, or one of the theories that I saw was... Oh, there's more than one theory. Yeah, that he, he didn't know what he was eating, so he just wanted to see okay, what was sure. happening. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't do any reading in this one because he doesn't learn.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. he eventually
1: learns <laughs> right.
2: after all the killing. Uh-huh. But it's not like a decipher a thing or whatever.
1: Okay, so, that suggests, so if you're saying that's... So he wants to see the meal in front of him, that suggests that he is long-sighted. Yeah. And he, and he can't see stuff in, right in front of his face. Yes. Okay, right.
2: Which, you know, yeah, is okay. something yeah, yeah, yeah. to think about. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> man, i tell you what, though. Mm-hmm. I know you, you weren't necessarily a fan, but I love that finale where they're just like, let's just fucking burn this place to the right. ground.
1: Sure. Okay. And they
2: that moment where, you know, he comes out of his hypnotic trance mm-hmm. and he goes down in the mines and you hear him strike that guy off screen. Yeah, right. And he just slides like 20 feet. How hard do you hit a man? Like, he's dead. Great, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then the shot, like, of him, like, mm. out of the darkness.
1: Yeah, look, I, I got to respect... Come on! The, look, I got to respect the commitment. And, of course, you had to do it back then. If you were going to blow everything up, you just had to really destroy everything. Like, the, yeah. these days, this the, this final sequence would not hold any of that weight because it would all be CG. They'd just be, like, yep. CG bridge, CG cliffs, yep. CG temple, CG everything, you know.
2: CG of doom. CG of doom. Yeah, right. absolutely. Love the minecart bit, like it's ridiculous. It feels like it was designed to be a ride, you yeah, know? <laughs> like an attraction somewhere. Did which it later become? A I ride? think I believe it did, yeah.
1: But again, but it was just one of those those ones where you just go up in a chair <laughs> and then it drops you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, you're up the top. Imagine you're Indiana Jones and three, two, one, clang, <laughs> <laughs> drop. But again, that bridge sequence,
2: you know, like running onto it, he's cornered. Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. the machete. Yeah. and just you know I just I love all of that the villain's terrific yeah, and so I know it's like, I, it's look there's a lot of nonsense in it. Agreed. Like for example, when they go on the plane, yes, and it's you know it's the it's the gangsters plane. Like, mm-hmm. why do they fly that far and then jump out in the middle of nowhere to kill this guy? That's a great question. He, they could have you could have got on and then they shot him
1: while he was asleep. Sure, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, how did they survive dropping out of the plane in the life raft? It's ridiculous. It is. Yes. MythBusters probably did it, Mason. Yes, <laughs> and also Indiana Jones. He flies from Nepal mm-hmm. to Karachi on a DC three. However, airplane travel to Nepal only began in nineteen forty nine. Uh oh. So it's it's ridiculous, Mason. Mason. Wow. there's also the racism so these are oh, things sure, that yeah. i think don't necessarily uh-huh. hold but if up if you
1: had to rank them based on the order in which you mentioned them you'd say it's the it's the aviation errors yep. and then the racism <laughs>
2: i guess i had to mm, if yeah.
1: i had to yes
2: yeah anyways mason it's time for indiana jones and the trivia of temple this is the part where we do some trivia here we go i love it uh yes dan akroyd's in this yes the club obi-wan sign etc love all those you gotta you gotta put those in because yeah. people will be like did you not see that I didn't. I missed it. Yeah. So apparently to get through the bug sequence, Kate Capshaw, who also, of course, is married to Steven Spielberg. They've been married since the 80s. She took sedatives before filming that sequence. Wise call. I agree. Mm. So Pat Roach, you might know as the giant Nazi who goes into the propeller. Mm -hmm. He returns. He's the giant guard that he fights. Of course he is. Probably didn't recognize him.
1: Mm. You probably didn't
2: recognise him, Mason.
1: No, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because of... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of the aviation errors. I was so distracted by the aviation errors that I didn't I didn't pick up on that.
2: That's right. So, yeah. Now, there's also a deleted scene of this, uh, which there's a very low-quality version you can find online, maybe because of the new one that's been released by now. But while filming the whipping scene, the crew played a practical joke on Harrison Ford. So, Barbara Streisand came out dressed as a leather dominatrix and she began whipping him saying, that's for Hanover Street, the worst movie I ever saw, before continue whipping him saying, that's for Star Wars and making all that money. And then Carrie Fisher came out and threw herself in front of Ford to protect him. And then Ivan Kirshner, who directed Empire Strikes Mm -hmm. Back, shied at director Steven Spielberg and said, is this how you run your movies? Just a cavalcade of stars. Just a
1: cavalcade (laughs) of self-indulgent in-jokes. I love it. Anyway, that's what you call the Streisand effect.
2: Yeah, uh, that's right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Something I think uh, uh, people are going to mention. Uh, Mm. Obviously, in the first movie, uh, there's a scene where uh, Indy is going to fight a guy with a big sword and he decides to shoot him instead. And in this movie, a similar scene occurs and he goes to to shoot the guy, uh, only to realise he's got... he doesn't have his gun. He's got a nogen, and uh, and I'm sure people are like, uh, uh, that can't be a callback because, uh, they they happen in uh, this one happens mm. back in the past. Uh, but I like to think that he's just he, he does that all the time. Yeah, he does it. All he the just time. constantly <laughs> goads people into sword fighting him and then shoots him like that's his go to move. He's, he loves it. I mean,
2: if you look at Raiders, he's bored by it. Yeah, he's not like look at this thing I thought of. He's <laughs> right. like yeah, this thing I do. That's right. (laughs) This thing I always do in all my adventures. Mm. Even the young Indiana Jones as a child, I'll be doing this. That's right. So even though this wasn't as well received as the first one... Because
1: of the aviation errors. Because of
2: the aviation errors. And of the first three, of the trilogy, Mm. which it was for the longest time, it's considered like the weakest... This on a budget of twenty eight point seven million made three hundred thirty one million worldwide, which was the biggest movie of the year. Sounds it pretty out. good, still. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it still did really well. Yeah. Look, I think if you did release this now, which you wouldn't, because it's already come out. It's already come out. They already out made de- it decades ago. It wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, that's right. What Har- Harrison Ford is like ninety years old, and it's a prequel. <laughs> that's right. Think about it. Think about what you're doing, Hollywood.
1: Come on, Hollywood.
2: Yeah, I think. There's a lot of things in this that people would not excuse. Mm. I think nostalgia, and I, this is me, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. me specifically uh-huh. also, rushes over a lot of the aviation eras. That's
1: right. In this. Nepal to Karachi and whatever, <laughs> something, something, time, something, 1949. Doesn't
2: even make any sense, Mason. Damn it. God. Mm. But no, again, I think there's some genuinely classic Indiana Jones Oh, absolutely, moments in this. yeah. I, it, it, and what a grub.
1: Yeah, look, it's not my favorite of the three. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, you're undeniably some great moments, and I think especially the opening. I think I think it's worth the price of admission for the opening. Yeah, you can just just wait till they get on the plane. They do the joke. See so you mm-hmm. see around Lauchay, and they get on the Lauchay Aviation plane. Fun. Then you can switch off. Absolutely, it's fine. But- Harrison Ford would appreciate that. I think <laughs> if you went up to him and like, listen, Harrison Ford, I watched the first ten minutes of your movie, and then I switched it off because I knew the rest would be bad. He'd go, I respect that. Actually, yeah.
2: And are you talking about the movie Firewall? He would say, No. <laughs>
1: Nobody is. (laughs) Nobody is. And I respect that too.
2: Anyways, Mason, unfortunately, to get to the good one, we have to go through the last crusade next week. I know. I know people are upset about that. But look, if we're going to cover the first four. That's right. You gotta go through it that's to right. get to the yeah. gold. You that's gotta right. dig a little.
1: <laughs> that's right. You gotta dig down to dig up. That's what they always say. That's what they say in archaeology school. That's true. Dig down to dig up, and you can use this gun to kill anyone you want.
2: Yeah, and that's the only thing that Indiana Jones, yeah. I think, took in, just the gun thing.
1: <laughs> Chapter two of the archaeology handbook Here's how you take a hostage. You're <laughs> gonna need this. <laughs> But anyways, if
2: you do want to see that early, and why wouldn't you? That's right. You can head over to BigSandwich.co where there's always early videos, where there's also a bunch of bonus stuff, including video game Let's Plays. That's right. Bonus podcasts, mm-hmm. movie commentaries. That's right. As mentioned, early videos, including Caravan of Garbage. But also we have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, where we always talk the big movie news of the week and then the big movie of the week That's or right. wh- whatever. Which might happening.
1: be Indiana Jones' style of Destiny something. Yeah, at some something. point or whatever, right, you know.
2: Which everybody seems to, we're all excited for it
1: equally. That's exact. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Everyone, it's, it's, it's Reactions th- are uniformly positive <laughs> and it's going to make tons of money. Yep. People aren't going to be like, well, this was a huge mistake. <laughs> this was a $400 million mistake. Nobody's going to think that. Nah, nope. least of all us. That's
2: right. All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. And thank you to Lawrence also for the edit. Thank you, Lawrence. With a little help from Collings, if you don't mind me saying oh, so. Oh, thank you, Collings. Mm.